Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> My mom was here. She's gone, but I can't find Henry. Welcome to Fear Me. Hi, I'm Kim. Stuart. And Scott. Welcome to another episode of the Fear Me podcast. This is episode 142. It's the calm before. Only one episode left. You know, that adds up to seven, right? What? 142. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's lucky number seven. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Didn't know we were getting hey, into Hey, let's follow numerology. that logic down the rabbit hole. <laughs> Oddly, my lucky number is 13. That is odd. I turned, and you're scared of clowns. I turned 13 on Friday the 13th. Hmm. Okay. Isn't that awesome? It is. I don't believe that at all. It's true. I don't believe it. Ask my mom. I got to go back and look at the calendar. She made my cake into a graveyard and had like black crepe paper all over the house and everything. It was really cool. You've always been very wow. lucky, though. I have. I married you. Yeah, you found me. Oh, God. <laughs> Can we start the podcast over? Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you tell us what you're drinking? What am I drinking? I am celebrating the coming of spring with my favorite beer. has been brought back, Par 4 from Noda, Noda Brewery. Uh-huh. They only make it in the spring. Oh. And I, f- and I found it in the grocery store. It's pa- Par 4, mm-hmm. is that what you said? Yeah, okay, Par good. 4. It's I have a Session India Pale Ale. Um, yeah, the guy actually, uh, one of the people at the grocery store kind of, Looked at me weird because I was laying in the aisle laughing and crying. Oh, that's, yeah, that's kind of sad. It was a little weird. Um, but he, he got over it. Um, anyway, yeah, I love this beer. Um, been waiting for it to come out. I even I even call, wrote to them during the thing and said, what are you going to be bringing it out? So uh, it's out. Yay. Yay. Save what some for drinking? us. What are you drinking? Will do. Uh, drinking? We have uh, Wild Leap Brewing Company, which is out of LaGrange, Georgia. And their Alpha Abstraction Double IPA. Alpha. My name is Alpha. Yeah, it's 8%. That's, that's, that's a punch-in-your-nose IPA It right is there. a very punch-in-your-nose. And like the real Alpha, mm-hmm. it's kind of bad. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, No, it's, it's, it's good. It's really thick. <laughs> Actually, that's evil. the one thing. The double IPAs are just way too rich for me. It's super yeah, well, sweet. There's, there's too much alcohol for me in those things. Yes. 
So it's a so good it's start to the podcast. Taste. Definitely. Yeah. Well, and this is the sixth version of this. I don't remember what the rest of them... I know we've had it before. I don't remember what they t- tasted like, but I don't remember them tasting like this. So Kim and I are going to probably be a little bit more nonsensical. Mm-hmm. Maybe somewhat angry, testy, mm. and... It's hard to do. Yeah. And also a little bit more lovey-dovey at the same time. <laughs> wow. My God, how does that even happen? Yeah, we're going this through all the emotions podcast. here. Yeah, all the emotions. <laughs> Scott's going to be like, no, please don't. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I've been great. <laughs> Kim, stop laughing. I'm sorry. I also yeah. had a glass of wine already, so this will be ah, great. Yeah, because my joke really wasn't that funny. But thank you. <laughs> thank no. you for the effort. <laughs> <laughs> Few of them are, my friend. Few of them ah, are. Oh, oh, yeah. oh. No, I, I, I think me. the beer is actually, for Wildly, this is actually one of their better ones, I think. Because, yeah, what? some of the other strong ones that they've had have been a little you bit You gave too me powerful. one of theirs a while back. I can't remember what it was called. But, yeah, man, I blew my socks off. No, but I think was... the flavor in this one's a little bit better, too. Well, that's gotcha. not saying much, then. What, for Wildly? Yeah. Tell you what, man. It's an expensive beer. Let's get with it, because this is a really good episode, and I can't wait to talk about it. Could have bought two twelves of Paps with that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Go ahead. With change left over. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> and a burrito. <laughs> <laughs> We're covering The Walking Dead Season 9, Episode 15, The Calm Before. It didn't turn out to be so calm. Yeah, it was. That's that uh, title is a little betraying. It, which apparently was intentional. I mean, you know, it was com- it was calm enough for uh, Alpha to be getting away with all those murders while everybody's getting ready for the movie. That's right. I mean, it was yes, there was stuff going on behind the scenes, but it was it was definitely calm before the crazy storm, blood yeah. bath. So who knows? For the heads up. Yeah, I mean, who Head knows what's... rolling. I don't know. I mean, who knows what's going to happen in the next episode, but um, this one was full of some crazy, crazy stuff. Shit. And, well, and to start it out, jump. I mean, to the, the starting of it with her mm-hmm. scalping the people that you just saw having such a great time and all excited yes. about going to the Very fair. excited about the future and so forth. And yeah. Then. Talk about the setup for the rest of the episode. I'll borrow your hair. <laughs> Can we just all agree that we liked this episode? I, I liked it a lot. I thought it was very good. Well, oh Scott. Okay, Scott. Would, yeah, it was great. Okay, okay, good. It was great. Good. I I thought this was one of the best episodes, just for everything, shock value. Everything except for the Eugene stuff. Matter of fact, the second time I watched it, I just fast forwarded through the crap. I think <laughs> so, I'm over Eugene. I, Eugene has just become a caricature now, man. I mean, he's he's yeah, it's not a character. Stop even throwing him in there anymore. Comic relief stuff. Yeah, well, it's not even comic relief anymore. It's just kind of sad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's a sad guy. We don't need sad guys. We got mad guys. We got but happy guys. I, I'm, I'm just tired of him pining for Rosita. It's like, well, okay, that whole story get line. over it. That whole storyline. Who cares about Rosita either? <laughs> I mean, I really don't care. I didn't. I actually didn't mind him quite so much as I have in the past on this one. I thought it was okay. I thought it was... I didn't think it was quite as bad. It was... It was... I didn't want to watch it again. Well, I and I have that. been one of the, his biggest opponents, I think. 
mm-hmm. like through this season because I was just like I, I was kind of over him. So you're just making being contrary right now? No, I'm not trying to be. Honestly, I, I I wasn't really bothered too much by him on this one, and like Rosita coming back and kind of you know making up with him right. a little bit on that wasn't you know it's whatever it was it was a little snippet out of what was really going on through the right. whole episode. So. But outside of that lameness, um, <laughs> the rest of the episode was really good. Um, I thought there was, uh, it was some of the, um, especially at the ending, there was some incredibly dramatic imagery yes. that they were using. Yeah, imagery, the, uh, music, the, everything. Yeah, the angles that they were taking, the shots of them walking up the hill. Um, and I also was real impressed, actually, believe it or not, with the one that um, when our gang got captured by the uh, Whispers, and they have that overhead view yes. of them looking down with all the walker bodies mm-hmm. all around. That was my yep. favorite. Was, uh, yep. Yeah, that was really cool, too. That was very intimidating. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, I had I, I was kind of scratching my head at, uh, you know, when they split up in group, you know, split up their groups, I was kind of like, oh, well, we know this is going. Because, I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. they, they Every time they split up, it does not work out well. No. Especially since they call out that, oh, we're going to split up now? Yeah, exactly. But exactly. they have Daryl, Carol, and Michonne, three of the best fighters, and they uh-huh. pair them together. Yeah. And separate them from the main part of the group. Like, really? That right there is just a bad move. Besides the fact that they already left the hill, I mean, the um, kingdom to, for right. the hilltop. And then the main, the main group goes on to hilltop and these guys stay behind. I was like, oh, it's not a good idea. No, I just to <laughs> me, like the end of the ending of the episode was like, I think they just killed off every character I don't like. They did. <laughs> I was commenting on. Some I like the highwaymen, though. I like those guys. I was, Did you? I was yeah. going to ask. I was actually going to sarcastically ask you if you really liked that highwayman scene. I I did actually. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I mean, I like those guys, and I I, I just like the way that they were, uh, you know, their own rough way of being part of the community, and you know, and the way he looks at Carol, and he's kind of like, "Well, you're going to owe us a bunch of movies now." Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It was a little you know. funny. I was commenting on some of my friends on Facebook from Walker Stalker. Um, They were all, like, devastated, like, oh, my God, I can't believe they killed Tara. And I was like, I am so excited about everybody they killed off. And they were like, you're heartless. Like, no, I'm not. I didn't like any of those people except maybe the old lady. They had the scrub friend kids, the teenage kids. The highwaymen, I think, were honestly just kind of... Red hit, shirts. hit like a lead balloon when they came into the the oh, yeah. season. Oh yeah, and then Tara them. has been Debbie Downer like for the past few episodes. But I liked her this episode. I still really? did not like her this yeah. episode. Oh, I, I liked her because she was starting to become a leader. In fact, yeah, I think you thought it was someone else on the pike. I did. And then I, I said, no, the... that's Tara. And I was like, it's Tara. <laughs> With a thumbs up. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was somebody from the comic book. But... Uh, Stuart had dance hands. <laughs> Yay, it's Tara. Yeah. <laughs> and then Henry, I was like, yes, Henry's gone. I don't bring out the dance hands much. No, you no, don't. You don't, but you did for Tara. Mm-hmm. And then like Frankie, we haven't seen Frankie. Ain't got nobody. Since last season. I, I like Frankie. Frankie, right. I hated that she got. I hated girl. she got wiped out. I she liked was her. Negan's wife, one of them. Oh, she was the one, one of the ones that was helping Eugene out. Is that right? No, she yes. was the one that was, um, well, back in the day, yeah. yeah. But in this scene, in this um, right. episode, she was on the street talking, talking to um, 
Oh, in this episode? To Henry. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah, that. talking yeah, to yeah, Henry. Yeah, yeah. Okay, but but back in the sanctuary, she was was she one of the ones that was helping yes. Eugene out? Yeah. Okay. Yes. She, she was one of Eugene's girlfriends or wives right. or whatever. God, yeah, I did not no, remember that. I liked that. her. I, I hated that she got wiped out. She okay. was one I kind of liked bringing bring him back. The couple that got killed, though, had we seen them before at all? The couple. The couple what at the couple? very start that gets killed. The highwaymen. Oh, no, the no, couple, no, 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 the, no, 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 the, the, the woman and man. No, no, yeah, the no, 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 seen them before. Yeah. no, 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 Okay. They were just there. They told that story just to show how she got into the community with the hair. Yeah. Yeah, and I think it was also just to the hair uh, community. I think it was to throw a little bit of a little bit of uh, cruelty at us right at the beginning. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. You know, and I think that's kind of it. it sure established that um, that the uh, whispers were at no up to no good. Yeah. Well, they yeah they made them seem like like sticky sweet happy at the very start. But, mm-hmm. over the top it. You know what else it showed, though, too, that was really interesting? The two, when they first entered the scene, are, like, kind of that rough, like, good old yep. boy type. They they don't care. They're just going to beat some ass and keep drinking and just go. And then they come to the, to the hilltop, and they kind of mellow out. So it, you're seeing a transition about someone who is rough, turning into someone who's more domesticated. And I think they were trying to show that with Lydia a little bit, like that people can change Mm. because they also Mm. talked about uh, Michonne and Tara talked about um, how they were not accepted into the community at first. And, you know, that, that kind of reflects in Lydia. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, absolutely. So I like the way they did that. I just, you know, I have to wonder though, if, because, you know, in the next episodes or whatever, if there isn't some retaliation <laughs> against Lydia. Oh, yeah. They're, they already showed that for next week. No, no, week. I mean, after, yeah, of, of her getting retaliated against? That, that it's starting, yeah. Wow. Well, I didn't see that. I mean, the whole the simple fact that she um, said, well, I, Mom, I don't want you to get hurt. Her hiding, the fact that she was there, is the reason well, why these she, people died. Well, yeah, but the, yeah, but I mean... She went right to King Ezekiel as soon as her mother disappeared. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't like she was sitting on the information. Yeah, I think the the understanding of what happened and when it happened, I think, is uh, still kind of up in the air. You know, as when mm-hmm. when these. I mean, we can assume that they she had been picking these people off and oh, taking them out there this. all day. Yeah. But. One thing that I did find a little bit annoying on this episode was the uh, the time aspect of it, the jumping back and forward from in time. Yeah. Because. You know, and we're talking about not like long amounts of time, you know, just short amounts of time. But, you you know, they have one scene where um, where they're leaving on the wagon to go out there and you see King Ezekiel waving goodbye next to Henry. Um, then they go on to something else and then they come back after an ad and you're going back into that same scene again, mm-hmm. just from a just from a different angle. But I'm just kind of like, wait a minute, hold on a second. Uh, why are we going back to that again? And that that the displacement of time got a little bit annoying to me in some respects. But I didn't, I didn't was, have a problem with that. I think you know, Kim. You may not have noticed it as much. In all seriousness, and I don't mean that to be critical. I uh, the first time I saw it, I wasn't sure if I catch caught that, and then the second time I saw it, I I was kind of like, yeah, that's really that's kind of confusing to see that. Yeah. 
Well, yeah, there were different scenes were happen- happening at different times of the day, like when they get caught out mm-hmm. in the woods. Yeah, right. It's at night, and then all of a sudden they go back, and it's during yeah, the day she- again. So there were like, yeah, they were they were giving you development things that were happening after people were getting captured by stuff. So yeah, it was getting a little mixed up. And I think the it the was. one that stuck out to me was the fact that uh, Alpha is in Hilltop this whole time, clean as anything. Yeah. Yeah. Or I'm sorry, Kingdom. Excuse me. And then. Um, when she goes out and she they had just captured Daryl and them, she's dirty yeah. as anything again. I know it was, she got all dirty again. Yes. Yeah, well, so. not only that, she walks she walks Daryl off, and it's dead at night. And, and then the sun's the next scene. Up. It's suns up, and they're looking down at all the walkers. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it, I thought their their timing issues uh, were pretty confusing. But well, um, I think we're supposed to think that they had captured them and kept them all night, or that they had a long walk. Well, we saw them walk off. Yeah, right. That's the thing. I mean, I guess they're trying to show us it was a long walk. But if it was a long walk, I don't think we would see Daryl <laughs> ask her the question, where are you taking me? You know, I what? think you would have asked that early on in the walk. Yeah. If if the sun wasn't up, it would have been hard to hear see all those walkers. Yes, it would. I think that probably had more to do with it. I have <laughs> very, very... Much agreement on that, Stu. So my question is, since there were four people in the wagon when um, the hippie couple got massacred, Uh do you think the other whisperers were basically dressed as the other guys, the the three guys that were in the wagon with the girl? Oh, so did they they have um, more whisperers within Kingdom? Yeah, infiltrating, and like that's how they got the people out? No, I think they were. I think they were probably killed too. You th- I know, but I you think, think it's that, implied. But you think Alpha was no, taking out all killed. these people? I'm saying, were they dressed like them? Were the whispers dressed like the men? Did they take their clothes and also mm. go and scalp in them to the kingdom, just like Alpha? I don't did. remember seeing them anywhere, but maybe. Well, we didn't maybe. see anybody. That's why I'm asking. Right. Mm-hmm. We never maybe actually so. saw maybe anybody. That's get... how they grabbed all those people because they grabbed a shitload of people, which is kind of hard to do without anybody noticing. Right. I just think it's. It would be it's hard to hard to believe that somebody like Tara would have been taken so easily, or even Enid for that point. Well, Tara was kind of acting weird that whole episode, anyways, because she was itching to get the hell out of there. She was, but she was really she was starting, worried about Hilltop. Yeah, she was starting to become the leader that we needed her to be. I don't know, mm-hmm. and that's what's unfortunate about her death. So now, what happens with uh, Hilltop? They they lost uh, Jesus, and now they lost Tara. Who's in charge? And they lost Gregory. Yeah, I have no idea. Sadig? Maybe. Tara's head. <laughs> Tara's head. It's like a puppet. Like mm-hmm. a figure head. Ha ha. Mm-hmm. Wow. <laughs> wow. It's like Futurama. They just carry the heads around in a jar now. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, exactly. Sadiq was showing some good leadership skills up on the stage, too, at the end when mm-hmm. he was talking. Um... <laughs> You're not going to agree with that? I thought that, yeah, I thought that was way over the top, that speech. I mean, it just, (laughs) part of me started chuckling during the speech. That was so overacted, it was ridiculous. (laughs) Oh, you think? I didn't think so. Oh, God, I thought it was terrible. Um, I would have rather him just, you know, not be so dramatic about it. Just tell them about what happens over. He was so over the top with the drama aspect of it. This is the story I want to tell. Yeah, I'm just like, oh, my God, come on. After they had just had such a poignant scene as the walking up on the heads. I was going to say, it was a little weird to be able to verbalize it that dramatically after you went through such a traumatic experience. Mm -hmm. 
you, mm-hmm. you know, you'd, you'd think that he would be a little bit more, uh, I don't know, skittish or a little bit... shell shock. Yeah, 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 a little quieter, just trying to really figure out, digest what happened, mm-hmm. you know? I yeah. mean... But the, you just I mean, saw every like all those people killed, and you had couldn't do anything about it, and they left right. you alive. I mean, it mm-hmm. was just I can't see anybody standing up in a, front of a group of people and trying to, you know, voice what just happened to them with any. I sort mean, he of was confidence. trying. I mean, I got that he was trying to be. Um, he was trying to counter what uh, a, um, uh, Alpha was trying to do. I got all that, and and I I think it was a you know it was good that they did that. I just thought the acting was a little over the top. Well, mm-hmm. well the fr- when during his speech, the one thing that. I thought of was if if the reason you're alive and you're standing here was that she wanted to get a message across to them, maybe you should shut the hell up and not talk about it quite so much right now because you're doing exactly what she wanted. Right. You know? Well, I kept expecting King Ezekiel to jump onto the stage and start acting too. Where art thou, Sadig? So, can we go back to how the people got captured a little bit? People yes, in the kingdom. Yes, we can. So, how do you think they got captured? They got captured. Like, <laughs> well, they were. I think they were drawn into being captured because uh, you know, like when Henry went away to deal with whatever the pipes were. Yeah. Um, I'm sure that was meant to attract them to come over there, and then they grabbed him and took off with him. Right. Um, so they, I'm sure they did more of that around the around that whole compound. They were doing ag- stuff like again. That. I think that's why um, Tara was you know making the comments about oh I really want to get back because mm-hmm. if she really wants to get back people aren't going to notice if she disappears I guess mm-hmm. uh, and then it, they tried to really play up the fact that uh, Ezekiel had disappeared because for one thing Alpha was like oh well take me off to see the sweaters I hear it's going to be a really cold winter mm-hmm. right and right. then when they get to the theater. Um, Jerry is talking to his wife and saying, right. Oh, I, yeah, I don't, the King's not here. Yeah, yeah. I don't know where the boss is at right now, but he's missing out on a good thing. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that was intentional because he, he was supposed to be on one of those pikes from the comic books. Correct. Oh, yes. Okay. If you're going to go there, I'll be open. About I, it no, then. I'm fine. I'm fine with saying I that actually, too. yeah, yeah I mean, I think that that one's okay to talk about because that's, it's after the fact on that. And I think it's um, a little, it's, pretty common knowledge for most people that are deal with any type of social media and if they found our podcast mm-hmm. i think they're gonna happen upon that that spoiler i don't know i saw book. on social media that a lot of people were pissed off because people were talking about who was supposed to die in the comic book yeah yeah why were they pissed off about because that? it was a spoiler because they want to read the comic well, books and not have the that spoiled for them oh well the hell with them <laughs> I mean, the main thing to know is that 12 people died in the comic, and they were all different people except for the old lady with the baby. Uh-huh. She was the only one who's a continuous. Brett Butler? Yeah, that one. Oh, I forgot about her, too. That's right. So all the rest of them were? They were all different. Okay. Oh, I see. I do, have to, I, got you. I, got you. I do have to backtrack a little bit on my comment earlier. I, do, I liked her. I do, too. The rest she was of the only they, one I liked. I, I actually, I didn't even really like Henry. I kind of like DJ, but DJ, he was such a the jerk a bit player. Was the he the guy jerk from one? the Saviors who became? Oh right, right, right. Yep, he yep, was yep. helping out the highwayman. Which a yeah, bit. At, yeah, when he was ta- commenting on the uh, who's the main highwayman's name? Do you know? Ozzy. Ozzy, I think you're right. When he was talking about his big wrench. 
Yeah. Yeah, the pipe wrench. Uh, I gotta get me one of those. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and he just kind of stared at him. Come on, mm-hmm. Ozzy. He's complimenting you on your pipe wrench. <laughs> Be a little nicer. <laughs> I think Ozzy's a little bit of a socially awkward fella. Yeah. It'd be actually been a really interesting conversation between him and Eugene. Yeah. Probably wouldn't have been a whole lot of conversation going <laughs> no, on. No, not at all. No, 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 no. Um, <clears throat> well, yeah, Ozzy takes himself a little too seriously to be worried about movies. Yeah. But it's also yeah. kind of cute that he's really excited about the movies. Yeah. Like, he's a tough guy, but he he enjoys and appreciates the little things in life. I want to know what he was eating off the ground when they found the dead people. Because he kept I know, picking I stuff off so the too. ground like and eating it or something. Oh, I know. I saw that, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he's like, I, while we're discussing this, I'm going to just eat this stuff off the ground. Look at this. There's, there's Skittles <laughs> down here. Well, <laughs> I hate to keep going back to this, but... How do you oh, think no. they caught the people? No. <laughs> I, I think it's a really important conversation to have because... It makes the whispers just a tad bit more scary to think that they could infiltrate your group. First of all, no one recognized Hilda. Like, she has pretty long hair, certain way that she dresses. Oh, they didn't recognize her coming from the hilltop. Right. Yeah. You know, and said, I'm, hey, Hilda, oh, you're not Hilda. Who are you? I, exactly. Like, I'm sure they don't have that many dresses. She that was many from outfits. Alexandria, wasn't she? No, she was from the hilltop. Was it the hilltop? Yeah, because okay. she was making the little H they medallions. The H's. Gotcha. And um, an H box. She made everything in H's. She had H's on everything. Yeah, she did. For so Hope. Meant home. And Hilda. And Hope. And Hope. And I, anyways, and I, ham I, sandwich. I think it's interesting that no one recognized her. Well, she was kind of lurking around. I mean, King Ezekiel's the only one who looked like he went up to talk to her. She's a creeper. I mean, <laughs> with all the hovering she does and, and prancing. But no, no, no. This is what I'm saying is they, these people don't have that many clothing items. And that was a pretty elaborate dress she was wearing. And somebody from the hilltop probably would have been like, oh, that's Hilda's dress. I love that dress. Hi, Hilda. Oh, you're not Hilda. That sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, come on, really? It's not that big of a group. And then to to know that, that she can infiltrate the group and kidnap people in broad daylight. You're saying that despair. adds a little fear. Yeah, adds, adds a lot of fear. fear. Yeah. But I like the way that they filmed it where each of the people who did disappear had a little bit of a conversation with somebody at some point. Yes, yes. They were featuring every one of them at one point. Yep. Yeah, whether it was them talking to somebody or somebody talking about them. Including the people who died in the comic book and did not die in this episode also had those little vignettes where they were talking to people and you thought for sure those were going to be the people that died and then turns out they didn't. Well, and it was was good how she was using that information she was getting from just listening to people Mm -hmm. against Ezekiel where she's like, Mm -hmm. oh, isn't it great that Michonne showed up? Right, you know, exactly. it's like all these little things she was gleaning from their conversations. She's very observant, that's for sure. She is. Mm-hmm. She catches a lot of stuff. But I have to say, on the argument against that, them being so scary, was when Daryl and them are out in the woods and it's dark, and all of a sudden the walkers started coming up, and Daryl's like, let's get out of here. And the other mm-hmm. three stood there. And then they start drawing their weapons like, oh, this will be fun. Like, let's kill. I mean, and I know that's not it was supposed to be that. Oh, we're trapped. But Daryl was like already out of that area. Like, come on, let's get. Yeah. And he came back 
And then they started fighting them, and then all of a sudden they were trapped. But didn't Daryl get started on his run and then realize that there were more in front of him? Uh, no, he got started on his run and realized that no one was following him and came back. Right. And then they circled. And then they killed off the walkers, and then that yeah, was when right the then. that right. was when the right. whispers came in, and when they tried to run when the whispers came, that's when he realized they were blocked. Yeah. So I would I would have thought it would have been pretty cool if, if that first wh- whisperer who walked out if he got got a uh, arrow in the eye, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then the other ones come walking out. Yeah. Daryl's like, okay, never mind. Yeah, you know, and I didn't catch it. Someone wa- talked about how one of the whisperers had the mask of one of the guys on. What guys? One of the people that was killed or something like that. Uh, recently had been killed. Like I don't I don't know. Really? Yeah. From the wagon train? I mean, from the wagon? Yeah, yeah, from the wagon. There were two walkers that had very fresh faces. I I mean, walker or whisperer, I don't know, but they had two very fresh faces. Did the one with the gun have a fresh face? I have no idea. Had kind of a weird-looking face. More of a... uh, Well, it was almost normal in some respects. Yeah. Maybe that's the one. Maybe that's the one we're talking about. Maybe that's the one who had the new face on. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he didn't look like it was as, as uh, worn out and so forth as the yeah, other It looked ones. good on him. It looked good on him. Yeah. Hmm? <laughs> he carried it well. I thought it looked good. He carried it. Well, I also really liked... Get a free bowl of soup with that hat. <laughs> the conversation that Daryl had... A lot better had, than his old face. Yeah. The conversation that Daryl had with Alpha when she started talking about Lydia in the past tense and about yeah. how she was weak and she wasn't one of them and he's like, was? What do you mean, was? What'd you do to Lydia? Lydia. Right. And then they flashed to the scene with her and Lydia, um, right. which I thought was also a fantastic scene because knowing you had you, I mean, did you? I I thought for sure Lydia was dead. Oh, I, I did totally I did. did. I thought I thought when, she was going to gut her right there when she leaned in to whisper in her ear. Yeah. I thought for sure that's it. She's going to yeah, like, stab her in the stomach. <laughs> like, why aren't you pushing her away right now? Is like what did she think that she just wasn't worth it? I mean, she said she was weak. Oh, which is another scene we need to talk about. That was pretty crazy, too. But she said she was weak and she wasn't deserving and, like, all this stuff. But, yeah, she doesn't do anything to her? Is it just because she's her daughter that she Because she wanted to hurt her where it would really affect. By getting Henry? Yes, by getting Henry and getting the rest of them. She was going more for the shock factor and and well, she what worked. would really make her live with her betrayal. Yeah, she did, and she yeah she didn't want to have to physically kill her for one thing, uh, but right. yeah she was going to make her pay for for changing sides. <laughs> as that poor yeah. as that poor whisperer guy just, who just happened to look over at her, so she's just crying. <laughs> exactly, that's that guy, what I was yeah. going to say. Like that Bad poor timing, sap dude. got knocked out. So yeah, why did why did she kill him just like automatically? Because he saw her being yeah, because he saw her being weak. Uh, Okay, Beta's the the only one who's allowed. I thought she was just really pissed and was like, "Ah, let me just off this guy, take out some aggression." Well, there was probably a little bit of that too, but no, he saw her being weak and she couldn't have that. Yeah, because that's what she tells everybody: you have to be strong. Mm -hmm. Even that couple that she killed a couple of weeks ago, the girl started crying, and that's why she killed her. One of the reasons she killed her. Because I remember growing up, Scout would get really mad because like he'd stub his toe on something. Yeah, and he'd be so like, "Come cry. over here," and he would just like throw me into a cabinet. I would. <laughs> I would. But that was usually because I was crying and I didn't want him to see it. Oh, okay. Oh, that's what it was. I thought. You see, again, I thought it was just because you're frustrated. No, no, it was. It was a very. It was a touching moment for us, actually. And then I would get in trouble for breaking a cabinet. I was touched to seeing you. You were touched by the cabinet I threw you into. <laughs> It's all right. <laughs> Flintstone vitamins kept me strong. 
Yes, <laughs> yes, they did. That's funny. <laughs> Captain Crunch, baby. So, um, the scene between Connie and her sister. Did you guys pick up on that conversation? And Connie was talking about how she was pushing the feelings down and that she hasn't gotten yes. over it yet. So mm-hmm. something happened with a kid or something in her past. Yeah. Okay, thank you. I was going to say, do you think she had a child that died? Oh, yeah, that, yeah. that, that yeah, yeah, definitely. Something to that effect, yeah. I tell you what, that was, um, that was kind of a cool scene because you got to see real emotion while signing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Right. Because there was, you know, there was, there was a lot of... Uh, uh, back and forth on on the the power of sorrow and and being scared and so forth, but the, the way it was expressed through sign language was really cool. Mm-hmm. Agreed. And it was a very quiet scene, mm-hmm. which was cool. But it was also it was quiet but very loud. Loud in your head. Loud in your head. Yeah, because I mean seriously, I mean it was it was incredibly emotional scene. Yeah, and uh, you know the volume wasn't. It wasn't in the ears; it was in in the uh, in the heart, I guess. Yeah, you would say that was cool. They are such a great addition to the. Well, show. yeah, I mean, it talk it talks about the selfishness of just kind of going out on your own mm-hmm. without, um, you know, thinking yeah. about the people that you're leaving behind. Exactly, exactly. I really liked um, I liked Luke in this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Full I thought of life. It, I, yeah, and I thought it was I thought he was so hilarious when he was trying to uh, convince. Um, Oh, what's his Alden? Name? Alden, to do that, and and they had that little uh, confrontation between Alden and um, and uh, what's his girlfriend? Enid. Enid, thank you. Um, <laughs> where they they finally establish that they're boyfriend girlfriend. Yeah, that's so <laughs> and sweet. And Luke kind of puts his all his arm around him and he goes, "Oh, that's adorable." Okay, but now that's yeah. the real problem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Again. Show no love, no hope, no happiness on this show or you're dead. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Because I also yeah. thought that Connie was going to die after that one scene. That's true. Yeah. That you would think like either Connie or Kelly were going to get offed. Yeah. <laughs> I tell you what, the one scene that I actually really liked was um, was at the beginning when they were trying, when uh, Carol and crew were going to go out looking for Henry and... Um, Henry and his group or whatever. And uh, they're all like, no, we have to go out and do this like that. And King Ezekiel's like, oh, there they are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> they just come in the gate. Yeah. It's like, like ah, no, oh, we don't. never mind. Trip's it was off. actually a little bit before the gate even opened, I think. And they were like, oh, no, you don't have to worry about it. They're right there. And I was like, what? Who's right there? Oh, okay. <laughs> Isn't that incredibly sad, though, that the two of them thought their son was lost out there in the world, and then and he Henry, comes, yeah, back, comes back, and then by the end of the day, he's dead for real. Yeah, and they have to deal well, with it's that. Gonna be, I'm going to be real interested to see how. I mean, I think Carol's going to go old school. Carol's Carol. going to go batshit crazy. But yeah. I'm also interested to see how King Ezekiel handles this. He's going to be more of the wild card on this. Yeah. Because yeah. we know how Carol's going to react. I mean, I think it's pretty obvious we know how Carol's going to go. Yeah, I think, um, you know... Let's not be looking at any flowers anytime soon. I can't, I can't say that <laughs> I was really torn up about um, most of the people that um, were off to, in the show, but that mm-hmm. scene was definitely very heart-wrenching, especially... Oh, you're uh, talking about the heads on the pikes? The heads on the pikes. But then, oh, yeah. But when it goes back to Ezekiel and he's sitting there like, oh, you got to see this. You got to see this part. You got to see this part. 
and uh, and Lydia's talking about how her mom was there, and then all of a sudden they yeah. shoot back to um, Carol being held back by Daryl, and Daryl's like, "Don't look, don't look, don't look." Right. Yeah. That was he has a no rough. Clue what's happening? A rough scene. And I thought I thought probably um, a scene that maybe wasn't better, but it was really damn good was the very last scene um, when Daryl and um, Lydia and Lydia go to the Pikes and she puts down her coin that she had from Henry mm. mm-hmm. and the snow is falling. Yeah. That's, I thought that was really an incredibly uh, poignant uh, scene. Mm-hmm. Yep. That was poignant for several reasons. One, first time we've ever seen snow on mm-hmm. the show. But that scene to me, shows that no matter what has happened, that the people have not turned their back on Lydia, and Daryl's right. kind of taken her under his wing. Yeah, Daryl's protecting her, at least. Yeah, and so they've been true to their word and have stuck by her through all of this and have not blamed her. Although I don't think uh, Carol feels that way, but... Well, we'll see. We'll see. I don't know if Carol's going to be out against her. But we'll find out. I mean, she's she's re- she's responsible for her son's death. Yeah, she is. I think she would be very upset about <laughs> Lydia in I know, the future. Yeah, but I don't. I mean, okay, yeah. If if she took it that way, but I, I, I mean, obviously, her son was in love with her and um, was trying to protect her. And everybody, I mean, they when they brought the whole council together, that was the one thing which was very surprising that they started talking about was. Uh, that we're accepting her in the into this community, yeah, and want to protect her because I mean it is really when you think about it, it's pretty important because by accepting this one girl in, they're starting a whole war with That's this true. other group, and so you know it's like okay, we're going to bring everybody together, Hilltop Kingdom, everybody together, and say, listen, guys, this is what we're doing. Are you guys okay with that too? And that's when they and that's when they all sign the treaty, which is like okay. Yeah, we're, we're gonna all in. we're we're all in to fight these people. <laughs> They're actually lucky that Tara got wiped out because man, could you imagine the I told you so yeah, that she exactly. was gonna go through <laughs> definitely she wasn't, definitely she was gonna kick some serious. She ass. would be wearing those cheap sunglasses like <laughs> you idiots. Yep. <laughs> yes. And can I just say I do not like the person they changed out for the Oceanside girl. Oh. Well, yeah, they I didn't are. even realize it was the little girl. They, yeah, but they gave her some terrible writing too, because all she ever said was, "Oh yeah, you can yeah. have that. We're you in. can have that. We're in. Oh, you We're need in. fighters. We got a beach. Mm-hmm. We'll have we'll a truck. I, mean, I, did, we'll have a I didn't really care one way or the truckload other. Truckload of fish for you tomorrow. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. I just did not did not like her. On that, why don't we go ahead and take a break, and we'll be back in a minute. We're back. Um, I think we're going to jump right into our hits and misses for this episode. Um, Stuart, you want to take us out? Uh, my hit is that um, Ezekiel did not get killed by that massive paper mache Sheba yet. 
if that thing fell off and killed somebody. Still that happy. would be hilarious. I'm happy it is still around. That is my hit. Mm-hmm. That is a pretty cool show. I, I, I gave up a bunch of other hits that I think happened in this episode. This, it was full of hits. But yes, Shiva is still there looking looking proud. Big and, and paper mache. Yes. Big and paper. Be hell in the rain, though, huh? <laughs> Yeah, good point. Or That's the a big pinata snowstorm. you got there, pal. <laughs> I, I was waiting for it to fall off the balcony onto somebody that he was speak, speaking to. Jerry, he, yeah, see, so he's giving his huge speech and he's like, "We are all together," and then it just like you know, like a Mel Brooks kind of thing where it just falls oh, the off. The fair and, got off to a rough start, but <laughs> well, let's go on. New beginnings. Yeah. That's right. Jerry just died, but. Carry on. Let's go on. <laughs> Timmy, what's your uh, what's your hit? Okay, so my mini hit. Wait, you what? You what? what, what? Are we? Are, do we have different categories of hits now? Hit number one, uh, which is very mm. small, is a quote <laughs> when uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a quote when Alpha says to Daryl, "I don't think you could ever protect my daughter. I hope I'm wrong." Mm. And he says, "You are." Okay. Loved yeah. yes. that because it's like eat shit. Bitch. Especially okay. so, especially the way he's so quick at replying. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You are. <laughs> and then my second. Okay, Scott, you, what no, is your hit? No, 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 no. My second really big hit is just the fact that we saw heads on the pikes and the whole ruse that Ezekiel was going to be one of those heads on the pike. And okay. going back oh, to, we're the, going there now. to the comic book. And I won't say who the other person is. I loved all of that. We didn't know there it was, was Carl. Person. It was Carl. <laughs> but the whole like Who's the, the other person? I'm not gonna say. Jerry. Was it Jerry? No, it's not Jerry. But Shiva. The approach Shiva's up the hill. Pike. That would have been cool as shit. And mm-hmm. the, the camera the focusing <laughs> on their faces. I'm just gonna keep going. The camera focusing <laughs> on their faces <laughs> and the emotion that you saw yes. when that dawns on them what they're actually seeing at the border and they're like Devastated, and first of all, finding Sadiq and hearing the story from him as they're walking up the hill. Okay, let me put it. Let me reframe it a little bit. If you had never watched The Walking Dead, and Mm -hmm. you've seen many horror shows, and you came upon this episode to start out, what would you think? Seeing like that ending scene, like holy shit, this is brutal. Right. But, 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 have we been a little, you know, if you had not it? been watching it yeah. though, you wouldn't have had the emotional attachment to the characters yeah. that were on the pikes. No, but you would so. still be shocked. Sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. Boy, and, you know, and one other takeaway I have from it um, is boy, heads look really small when they're on a pike. Oh, yeah, they, they did. They look tiny. Look like little coconuts. You know what? I, my question was. When they're what was your question, Stu? When they're putting before I give my hit, finally. Oh please, show some patience, my friend. When they put those <laughs> decapitated heads on there, did they have to put it on there gently so they don't stab the brains because they didn't end up oh. killing any of the walkers? They're all that's still actually alive. a good point. Yeah, that's thanks. Really I know. I'd, every month or so, wow. I have one. I think we can close tonight. Kim, you want to take us out? <laughs> We're done for tonight. Um, my hit was, of course, heads up the big reveal. Heads up! Um, I like how you started that up. Thank you. <laughs> I, I did think that it was uh, it was a really really dramatic scene, um, devastating scene. I certainly, you know, I think after when I saw that, I think I even texted you and said, "Oh, that's the end of the ep- that's the end of the season, isn't it?" 
because they yeah. could have dropped the season right there, and I would have been like, "Holy shit!" Yeah, it's kind of like what going more on? Don't get me wrong; do? I was happy they continued with the other couple of scenes that they had, especially the very last one with the snow. Uh-huh. I thought that was really good, but yeah, they could have dropped the hammer on that scene, and and it would have been it would have been something else until next season. Yeah. Well, apparently, it was supposed to be the last show of the season, and oh. then they moved stuff around. And then I read an article. Uh, from Scott Gimple, who was saying that if he were the one that was running the show right now, it would have been the last show of the season, and it would have been a cliffhanger. They wouldn't have shown who had actually died. They and that's why we are so back. happy Scott Gimple is not around. Why does yes. he need to do shit? Like, why does he even know. need to say shit like that? Like, we don't up. need a cliffhanger. That's, I don't know. No, I think I mean, it was perfect. Way, so many yeah. people are not mad about what happened, even though... Some yeah. of the big characters died, like Tara. Like, and compare, so compare many that people to when, what happened to uh, to the folks with Negan. Yeah. When they ended Glenn that season Abe. with, the, with the, the way they did. People were pissed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I think, I, think it's, I think Scott just needs to go do whatever Scott's executive producing is yeah. out of the way. That's Make what the we, Rick Grimes Let movie. some people run it who know what they're doing. Most Scots are generally a little too opinionated. Without a doubt. Yeah. They <laughs> just need to shut up. I think they need to be put down. All right, Kimmy. Oh, actually, I, I did no, have... No, no, I don't, I don't no. have... Do you have another hit? No. Okay, that's good. <laughs> okay, fine. I'll talk about it after. Go. We'll go with Mrs. Go ahead, Mrs. Okay. Is it a hit, Stu? No, it's not a hit. It was a question. Okay. All yeah. right. Okay. So my miss is that I feel... Inc- this is not... This is not a critique by any means. This is just an emotional miss, right? Pure emotion. Um, And that is, and it actually could be a hit, but that is that I just feel incredibly bad for Carol because this is her second child that she's had to watch turn into a walker on this show and be comforted by Daryl. I just feel incredibly bad for her. She was just getting to a point where she was so happy. She was letting her hair grow out. She was the queen. Everything was going great. And now this. But you thought that was well done, right? I thought it was well done. I just feel bad for her. So that's right. But why is that a miss, Kim? It's an emotional miss. I feel bad for her. No, no, that's not a miss. That's actually a, a home run. Oh, whatever. Stu, what about your miss? I didn't have, like... A huge miss in this one. The, the only thing that bothered me was that they didn't kill all of the teenagers. The whole threesome. Because all those three just annoyed the crap out of me. The ones that kept messing with Henry. Yeah. So mm-hmm. just kill them all. Well, they got two out of three. Yeah. Not bad. Yeah. I think the other one will just fade into the background. Well, he the other be. one was the most annoying one, wasn't it? He certainly yes, was. He was, yeah. he was a prick. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. kill the... Why did they but kill maybe the this will two? emotionally traumatize him. He was like the bully jerk up. guy. Like, kill that yes, guy. Yes, he was. Yeah. Okay. He was the he was the frat guy. That's my miss. Kill they didn't kill the frat guy. Come on, Alpha, what are you doing? Should have killed the frat guy. Well, maybe that was to make it more painful for them at Kingdom yes. as well. Maybe. To keep him around. Yeah. Okay, for my miss, um, I've actually hit on both of my misses at one point or another during this, but it was definitely Sadiq's over the top speech and um and the whole Eugene Rosita thing. Matter of fact, I have a big note afterwards that that just says snore. <laughs> wow. Okay. The one thing I did want to bring up that I, I we hadn't talked about was the the line of heads that we have there. What is that signifying then? It's that every that all these people have to move north? 
Is that what Alpha was saying? That was their border. Yeah, but was she saying that, okay, everything south of there belongs to yeah. Alpha and everything north of there belongs to them? So yeah. when they got captured, they were actually taken south of that spot, but all the communities are actually north of that spot? The road goes through that domain. I know. So like Kingdom, um, Hillside, all that stuff is... All of, all of those societies, all those communities all are north of north that? of... North of uh, of their the whispers territory okay except and that was the, the cutoff that was the southern border of of the communities area but the road okay. between the two goes through the territory road between the two you mean the road there's a road that divides both of those that doesn't help actually connect to either of the communities the road that the hilltoppers got captured on that the highwaymen came across and alpha stole hilda's the highway that the highwaymen protect yeah okay that was obviously south of the border because Daryl and those guys come up the hill to the northern border. Well, we don't, I mean, we don't really know because <clears throat> Alphen and them took them to a spot where they were holding them at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So we don't know if they took them south of where they were. At that R- right, point. and that's where the highwaymen attacked. I mean, they didn't capture the highwaymen on the highways. They attacked, remember? Yeah. Yep. They found them and, and uh, well, didn't do too well. But so I guess that was my time. question is, I mean, how, what are we to assume and what is evidence is there of like, like where these people are in space, <laughs> you know? Like, well, I mean, th- th- evidently they're, they're bordering a river, which I'm assuming is the river that the bridge goes over, right? Mm-hmm. Mm, right. Uh, um, and then, and then the, the, uh, northern part of their ter- territory is the southern part of the, of the, uh, community's territory. So, okay. Whatever that means, we don't even know where the hell it is. Well, the the question I always the one of the things is because Oceanside's disconnected, but they always talked about how the kingdom was like really disconnected, mm-hmm. you know. So right, and and Eugene said it again. He said, you know, though we're vastly separated in geography and in emotion or whatever he said. Um, so yeah, those communities are wide ranging. Yeah. And evidently, that bridge over the river was a big um, shortcut, uh, lifeline to to keep them together. So, um, who knows? You know, speaking of which, we didn't talk about the the radio that Eugene has put together. I didn't really want to. Well, it could come into major play later on. Yeah. It would be a way of communication between them, but also possibly communication to Rick. Well, or, or yeah, like you're saying, I mean, it, it could be a definite good communication between them while this whole fight thing is going on. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, mm-hmm. something could happen, you know, just a, a random voice could just kind of show up all of a sudden. Yeah. Which it would be exciting. That'd be cool. It would be totally mm-hmm. cool. Like the, the Fear of the Walking Dead people all of a sudden. Yeah. Yes, they just, exactly. like, contact them uh, halfway across the U.S. <laughs> Those ham radios, man. They go a distance. Baton Rouge, hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you Larry King all of a sudden? Yeah, I did. I want Larry King there for a second. <laughs> so do we have any uh, listener comments out there? Yes. Joe Johnson wrote in on Facebook, right? Yep. Mind blown. Salute to the TWD for remixing the Spike scene. I honestly don't know where the story is going right now, and that has me excited. Kudos to TWD for not rewarding stupidity either. Hashtag bye, Henry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah I tell you that's yeah several people I talked to today who watched the show were like yes Henry's gone <laughs> that's, like, oh, that's the first thing I said and again my friends from Walker Stalker were like boo 
who Henry? I'm like, no. You know, I, Henry's lame. Okay, in this episode, they built him up to where I was like, okay, you know, I can't. I'm not so annoyed by Henry right Ugh. now. I, I, like, it was okay. Well, he wasn't making the huge naive moves. Yes, he's been yes, making yeah, time. exactly. Yeah, he's been doing some stupid stuff the entire time. Which obviously, he did something stupid. They got him captured. Well, that's why he went off by himself to fix the pipe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you knew as soon as he said that, he's gone. <laughs> I mean, as soon as he said to Lydia, well, that's a, uh, sounds like there's a problem with the pipes. I'll go check it out by myself. I know. Like, why <laughs> wouldn't she go with you? That's easy. <laughs> like the big, I'll catch up with you at the theater. Wink, wink. The biggest horror yeah. move. <laughs> yes, oh, there's exactly. a noise out there? Let me go check it. It can't be anything dangerous. In the middle of the night without a flashlight by myself. Exactly. <laughs> it must be just a swinging window. <laughs> Evan Brookman said, Tactically, whispering their choice of heads was incredibly lame. Sure, sure, they put a record. They put a couple recognizable faces out on sticks, but arguably they disarmed the three most dangerous weapons of Team Rick's hit squad, then proceeded to show them the big weapon, lit the fury in their bellies, and release them. That's a lot of overconfidence and bad decisions. Reap what you sow. Hmm. Yeah, that's a good point. You're, you're... Well, I mean, it depends on what they were going for. I mean, the whispers were either being naive in, in understanding how it would affect them, or... They were going for the shock factor that would scare you off, mm-hmm. and which is kind of what Negan was going for. Yeah, but what he's saying is that you took the strongest of them, and mm-hmm. you let them live, and right. piss them off about as as much as you can, and then yep. said, mm-hmm. "Okay, now you go do what we say." But right. when that's not the reaction you're going to get out of those people, they're going to come back at you. That's kind of what Negan did too, though. Uh, with Rick, yeah. that's true. You know, one thing mm-hmm. I kind of missed a little bit is. I really would have loved, you know, that scene when they had um, captured Daryl and Carol and all them, and um, Beta comes walking in. I would have loved to have seen or heard uh, Daryl say, oh, shit. (laughs) (laughs) Because last time he saw him, he was dead. I know. His eyes did get as big as saucers. And Michonne even was like, oh, oh. Like, you could read what was going on in their thoughts. Like, Carol and Michonne were like, fuck. I would have liked uh, Daryl just, like, rip a piece of his mask off and start chewing on it. <laughs> <laughs> or light a match off of his nose. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Paige Vaughn said, that ending was phenomenal. The spike head scene was so cool. Finally, Henry and Tara are gone. <laughs> she has laughing face going on. I did like Enid, so a little sad about her. I hope this brings out the savage Carol we all know and love. Yes, Good. me too. I would say that's definitely coming. Emmeline Veltkamp said, holy crap, dude. Epic. <laughs> <laughs> I think that says it all. Um, and Courtney Hahn said, so great. <laughs> Jeff for now at New Jeff CT said, very strong episode overall. We saw the best of times and the worst of times, bookended by emotional speeches from Ezekiel and then Sadiq. I'll miss the familiar faces, but none had quite the emotional impact of Ezekiel on the pike in the comics. Overall, maybe the best season since five or six. Uh, Drew Stapp at Jedi Drew Stapp on Twitter said, it lived up to the hype, kept me on the edge of my seat. These last few episodes have been amazing. Can't wait for the finale. My bold prediction is that Maggie shows up to save everyone. Oh, 
See, that's what I'm thinking is that I don't think Eugene's so. radio gets in touch with Rick and Maggie. Really? That's uh, my prediction. I don't Well, okay, uh, well, okay, the radio could get in touch with those other people with the helicopter. Which is where I think Rick and Maggie are. Rick is Rick, definitely Rick, with the helicopter Rick's people. Not, Rick's not coming back on the show. He's coming back for those movies. He's that coming are back make. on the movies. I know. Yeah, right. He's coming right. back for that. No. Well, they're showing movies again. So and, and Maggie's be, so. Maggie's not coming back yet. That that poor girl's already busy on stuff. Season ten. We've only got one episode of season nine left. Isn't Rick pregnant? Really, Kim? Are you sure? Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> uh. Carryu at Carryu W two seven two five nine seven one eight said, "I passed out." <laughs> your Twitter name is more complex than your comment. Exactly, but thank you for it, uh, David Valentin, who usually has a lot to say at DV, DV Orlando on Twitter, said, "Entertaining." <laughs> <laughs> well, remember, Dave, Dave was definitely moved by this episode. Okay, well, David ne- generally is a little bit more negative. Yeah, on I think the Walking like, Dead episode. So I think he's um, over it. <laughs> he went, no, he said he was over it a long time. <laughs> so at least he was entertained. Oh, yes. that's awesome. All right, Cash Cooper at Cash Coop said, "I'm on the fence still." This episode was good overall. I'm just not getting the motivation of the Whisperers, particularly Alpha. They've had more than one chance to kill our heroes, but instead capture them and let them go. When they did kill, it was a sneak attack. I'm being asked to suspend belief that the fair was infiltrated by more than only Alpha. That's tough, given the threat of the Whisperers was known. Plot holes equals convenient to writing staff. Lastly, the series pacing feels out of whack by half a season, and two time jumps does not help. Next week's season finale feels like it should be a mid-season finale instead. And next week's finale is another time jump by a couple of months. Ooh. Oh. Well, let's not talk about that. Because <laughs> that never makes Scott happy. No. You know, his point about the, uh, about, you know, the plot holes being convenient to the writing staff... Until this season, that's what we said about this show the whole time. <laughs> they had so many plot holes in it throughout the last, definitely the last three or four seasons, yeah. where it was just seemed like it was convenient for the writers to do that. Yeah. Uh, this season's been much better for that, but I would have to agree with them on some of this stuff. It was you well. Know. Look, look at um, you know one of the I'm sorry, one of the listeners writing in saying, "Oh, well, Maggie could show up, or Rick could show up, or you know, I mean, it's like there are things that are like completely unanswered questions that." Yeah. Sure. Absolutely. There's stuff that's out there. And, I mean, Maggie took off with the four-wheeler people, the people in the van that were giving the away. Yeah, the RV guys. Yeah, the one that were collecting LPs. We, we, Georgie. We still don't know who they are, though, right? The television people don't know who they are. Okay. Right. Television people. I haven't met the television people yet. <laughs> you are one of the television people. <laughs> are they living in living under the radar, radar dish? Yeah. That's what the television <laughs> people are. We Heart TWD at We Heart TWD on Twitter said, I wonder what happened to their bodies. <laughs> That's what I was thinking too. Uh, I guess I Alpha fed them to the Guardians like we saw her do to the Whisperers that huh. challenged her. Thought the Whisperer wearing Miles' face as a mask was amazing and brutal, which is what I was mentioning earlier. Oh. Confused about Henry's death from a comic standpoint. I don't know if you got anything to say on that, Kim. 
With Hilda's hair, wouldn't someone think it was Hilda from behind? Not everyone has hair like that, you know. Plus, the hat and dress. Her and Miles were at Hilltop for six years because we saw them celebrate two anniversaries there, and one was fi- at five years. Wow. See, that's Look what I'm at saying. Math challenge. Well, I know, I seriously. It. That's what I'm saying. She had such unique hair, and that dress was loud. It was not a subdued type of outfit. Well, okay, when you say loud, it was a big flower. It was like a flowery dress. We're talking about the apocalypse <laughs> where people make their own freaking I, clothes. I understand. I understand. I don't think any of them are making their own clothes. Oh, my God. They don't look like they're wearing stuff from the store. <sighs> yeah, you can still find it. It's not like people were mm-hmm. eating clothing. <laughs> <laughs> Renee Hansen at Iowa Mama of Three. I loved it. I was holding my breath when I knew the Pike scene was coming. Mm. Uh, it was awful. I felt they wimped out a bit on one comic death. Uh, I was heartbroken for Carol yet again and loved when Daryl tried to shield her as she as he did before. The most emotional for me was Sadiq's speech and the scene of everyone fighting to get away from the whispers. It was so hard to see them fighting for people they didn't know, only to know that many of them lost their fight. Melissa McClure said, Gotta say that I am kind of digging how they are portraying Alpha. I didn't mind the Henry shish kebab, and since Dr. Denise died, Tara really hasn't had much of a storyline. I'm still really angry about Glenn dying, so I'll just sit over here and pout about that. (laughs) (laughs) Good lord, how many seasons ago was that? (laughs) Yeah, she's still having a hard time separating that, though. Was that season seven? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) That's funny. (laughs) Uh, the Henry Shish Kebab. I think everybody was kind of on board with that one. I like that. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, sorry, M- Melissa. <laughs> sorry that she's sad. But your namesake is getting ready to start kicking some ass. Totally. I think so. She's going to be so. awesome. So, Kim, do we have any news items? Luckily, there are some news. But hello. That's as surprising as you not having a second hit. what is going on tonight i think we're making a new strive here there's just a lot going on but scott gimple announced on the talking dead that big news was coming down the pike pike get it yeah it's like a head sliding down a pike (laughs) heads up (laughs) four So it looks like they are going to start, or have already started, um, possibly, filming the Rick Grimes movie, and that Mm -hmm. it will be released in 2020. And he said there's a lot more news coming soon after Fear the Walking Dead debuts. So what is the Rick Grimes movie? It's backstory on Rick Grimes? No, it's it's where he is what's happening to him after he disappears. Really? Yeah. Yeah, it's going to happen. It's going to the past year. We'll, we'll probably see uh what's her name? The Garbage Town people. Um Now, what was her name? What was the Garbage Garbage Pail people leader? Uh, oh my god. Polly McIntosh. Um Yeah, she'll be back. <laughs> Enid. Yes. Anyway, so we'll probably see her in the movies cuz I think she was already scheduled to do that. Right. And I I think that Maggie could possibly come back during that movie too. I really think that Maggie is off with Rick. Isn't that weird, though, that they'd no, be doing no, 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 a movie no, no, no. about him? No, 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 no. No, 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 no. Maggie's not off with Rick. Maggie's not off with Rick. No, with Rick. Maggie's off there's with no, the, the LP people. Yeah, there's no way in hell. If Maggie had found Rick, she would have found a way to let the communities know that Rick was alive. Not necessarily. 
Yes. Why would she not? Please. If he asked them not to. Why would he do that? Because he thinks that it's better off. His family is back there. He thinks it's better off without them. Why? Head injury, Scott. Head injury. Why? Because he hit his head on a rock. Even if his family is back there and he Uh knows who he is and where he is, don't you think he would want to go and talk to them and let them know he's still alive? No. Why? I think he would want word to get back to them however fast it can be so that they wouldn't suffer worrying about him. That's what I just said. Well, I didn't understand what you said then. I was listening. (laughs) I was thinking about arguing against you. (laughs) (laughs) And I didn't I've, know you were making sense this time. I don't have time, time to listen to your actual argument. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But no, there's no way Maggie and, and Rick are together. All right, we'll Maggie find out. Would, Maggie, Maggie would have found out a way to tell them, oh, if that comes out, that's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. That's exactly. just bullshit. I mean, no. That's ridiculous. Okay, so okay, so Kim's, Kim's uh, I guess, thought is terrible. Your concept's awful. There's yeah, no way that would be awful, a movie. Awful suggestion. Thanks. Why would you even bring that up? Thanks. My God. <laughs> Anyways, Scott Gimple also announced that Fear is not coming back till June. Typically, they come back right after The Walking Dead. Oh, he did actually say that? Yeah. Oh, okay. But what? that's also when Preacher comes back. Hmm. Wait a minute. So, so fe- Fear is uh, delayed a month. Let's, let's back this back up. Okay. Beep, so you're beep. saying Fear is not out? Fear is not coming out, out till June. Wow. When did that? I mean, I thought it was oh. supposed to be starting right after this. Scott, it's okay. It's all right, buddy. <laughs> no, I'm, I, I, That's I, I'm typically just wondering what if I happens. had a vacation. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's typically what happens, but he said Sunday night, June. They don't do a whole lot of planning ahead of time, do they? Yeah, they do. You've got the last season of Game of Thrones starting in April. Oh, who gives a shit? A lot of people give a shit. Oh, I have one little... That has, never affected, that has never affected them bringing the show Are out. you kidding me? It's the last season of one of the biggest rated shows in the history of television. They don't make their decisions based on Scott. And it, it airs on Game Sunday night. Game of Thrones night. has never been a, been, been a factor when they're releasing stuff. I think it is now. And, but Winter is coming to The Walking Dead now. It is. You're right. Um, one thing I, I had a little piece of news that six pack of Augie's ale that oh, I ordered yes. back in October. Yes, yes. I just got an email today that it's yeah. actually being delivered this Friday. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Augie's nice. How long ago is that? Oh God, it's been a while. Five months. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a long time waiting for Augie's ale. I think we need to drink it when the fear comes out for the <laughs> premiere. Yes. That is awesome. But so I, we will have it for the finale next week. Good times, man. That's awesome. So I think that's the best news of all. Yeah, I think so. So on that note. Next week on The Walking Dead Season 9, Episode 16, The Storm! In the aftermath of an overwhelming loss, the communities must brave a ferocious blizzard. As one group deals with the enemy from within, another is forced to make a life or death decision. So we are, okay, so we had on fear, we had our first hurricane, mm-hmm. which came came and went like, mm-hmm. yes. lickety split. We were all disappointed on that, right? Yeah. We thought there was going to be some real factor in it. Nothing really happened. Um, so now we get our first blizzard. We've already had our first tornado. Yeah. 
on The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah, because they had, we? Yep. had zombies in the trees and stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that was fun. Yeah, so first yep. blizzard. They've never had the season go over this the winter before. Which is weird. Well, I guess well, because of their location of them, them filming. In, maybe not the real cold winter, but we've seen them with jackets and everything. Jackets could bundled be up, fall. Bundled up. Well, they, they wear a lot of jackets in the summer in this. They do. Yeah. That's why they're sweating so much all the time. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, no, this, this could be cool. Uh, I, I hope they don't focus too much on the storm, honestly. I um, think they're going to focus on what happens because of the storm. I think I want them to be focusing on what is happening between... Because now that um, they've got this whole threat to the south, how they're going to deal with them. I mean, do you think it's going to maybe uh, be an adverse effect between the communities being able to communicate with each other? Because we're, we're leaving out of this episode with the fact that the kingdom is in trouble mm-hmm. on supplies. So is this going to be the fact that they're heading into winter without enough supplies, maybe? Yes. Well, the question is, with this happening right during when they were having the fair, does, this, like, does that completely disband their fair that they were having? Because they had 10 people murdered during their fair? I think the fact that everybody was together during the fair probably brought everybody closer together is what I'm hoping because they had already Just signed the charter, to the, too. Back to the dunk the, tanks. I, and I do think, in all seriousness, I do think the fact that Tara got killed yeah. um, actually helps in that respect because I think Tara would have been the one to drive a wedge yeah. through the communities because she's the one who's always been objecting to this. Well, her and Michonne. But... Uh, I don't see that. Did, I, don't I don't see that did, being the case. I don't, I, I, somebody made a comment about um, um, the fact that Michonne said that Gabriel should sign the contract was foreshadowing. Foreshadowing of what? That's what I'm asking. I don't think so. I, don't. I mean, I think it was just showing respect for the man who had stuck to the council and yeah. had been trying to yeah. promote um, unification of the community. I, I mean, that's what he was all about. I think people are trying to figure out who's going to die. Who's going to die next? Well, maybe maybe nobody does. I mean, who says they have to have somebody die? I mean, they just I mean, killed off ten people. Right. I mean, they just killed off a ton of people here. I don't think, personally, I don't think you have to have somebody get knocked off in the last episode to make an effective last episode of this thing. Yeah, I agree. I mean, I yeah, I think, hey, I don't think anybody's got to be knocked off. Okay, so if somebody dies, who's, who's it going to be, Scott? <laughs> <laughs> Any thoughts? I don't. I don't know. I, th- I think after this big, after this big kill off here, I don't think they're necessarily going to be killing off anybody in the final episode. All right, Kim. Mike, to you. Who's going to die? Um, I think somebody from the kingdom is going to die, simply because of the preview that we see for next week. We see them struggling, so I am not going to predict who. But I, I, I actually think it's probably going to be like some children. Okay. I think the big uh, paper, oh, paper mache Chiva is going to get blown mm-hmm. away. I would say yes to that. Paper mache Chiva is going to fall off of there and hit yep. somebody. The winter storm is going to come in and paper mache. That's Mishay, a big piece of paper mache right there. Paper mache Chiva may kill somebody. Well, and the fact that they don't have any supplies is because they stuffed them all inside Chiva. Could be, yeah. They're... For the big pinata party yeah. in the spring. That's right. Ezekiel thought it was going to be a good idea. Like, I'm That's just going right. to keep hiding this in here. <laughs> Ezekiel, that's a candied ham. That's, you can't put that in there. It's full of cobbler. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that's going to be messy. All right. 
<laughs> and on that note. If you would like to write to us, you can reach us at fearmepodcast at gmail.com. You can find us on Twitter at fearmepodcast and on Facebook at facebook.com slash fearmepodcast. Thanks for listening, everyone. Good night. Good night, everybody. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.